Do you like exclusive stuff? Yes, yes sir. sir. Do you like having access to your favourite podcast hosts in a way like never before? Yeah, absolutely. Do you wish you had access to our old Survivor Oz episodes that you can't find anywhere else online? Oh, yeah. If you answered yes to one, two or all of those questions, then get excited because the Oz Network is now on Patreon. <laughs> That's right, your favourite podcast has jumped on the Patreon bandwagon to enable a better listening experience for you, our listener. For more details, simply head to www.patreon.com forward slash oznetwork where you can sign up for as little as $3 a month. It'll be the best decision you make since that last bad one you made. You're listening to the Oz Movies Podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Oz Network, as we are not interested in the episode uh, with that side, but um, we're here to talk about The Amazing Race. We're here to restart the podcast, I should have said. We're here to restart The Amazing Race podcast. We're kicking out our old hosts. We're starting fresh. We're bringing old people back. We're bringing new people in. Uh, maybe we'll see someone that we don't know halfway through the race. Maybe we'll just cut out parts of it. We don't know. We're changing it up. We're shaking it up. It's a new, a new era of the amazing race. Uh, anyway, in seriousness, we're here to talk about the newest episode of the amazing race episode four, I believe it is in Switzerland where teams are restarting after 19 months. And, um, it's not been 19 months, but in some ways it's felt like that since we've last talked to, uh, our lovely guest, Kristen, 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 sir. Hello. Hello. <laughs> it's you been the whole two week. weeks. Yeah, but guess what? I listen to your podcast. Uh, as, as you should. Jared, Jared <laughs> knows the feeling. He's done the same. Mm, the commitment. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like so embarrassed for you guys. I was like, how do you guys not know who's coming back? Like, they literally showed at the end of the episode, and you guys are just like, we don't know what's going on. <laughs> I right said, there. I did say. <laughs> I didn't think about, like, paying attention to it. And then I got on the podcast. I was like, wow, I should have actually paid attention. Yeah, I got it. At the end of the episode, I'm tired. <laughs> it's only like an hour. It felt like two. Okay. 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 But yeah, I, I didn't officially know. I should have gone back and rewatched it. I chose not to. You know, I, my commitment to these podcasts are a little low. Yeah, nobody else watches an entire hour and a half terrible movie in preparation for this podcast and people who don't even last on a show for more than three weeks. So that's just me. Your dedication. <laughs> Listen, I'll put your name at the top uh, when we win the awards. It'll be Hell Kristen y- and the rest of us. Hell yeah. Speaking of someone who listens to all the podcasts, Jared's here. Hello. Well, it's, it's, it's good to be back, returning less than 19 months later. <laughs> uh, are you still wearing your trousers? I am wearing my trousers. All right, good. Uh, Kristen, quick thing. Any hot takes from our recording other than the fact that we, uh, <laughs> <laughs> did not pay attention to who was returning? No, I honestly didn't. I like barely even remember what happened last week. I've watched too many things in between. Um, but Donald Wears Your Trousers has been stuck in my head since it aired, so that's a problem. But no, no hot takes. Okay, good. We we weren't too off off the walls if you're if you're keeping it new. If you we don't have any hot takes from you, so now nah, you're fine. Good. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm worried when you come back <laughs> with hot take. Like I can't believe you like that. I'm just like oh. okay, we're good. Uh, well, we're back. Uh, 
as Jared pointed out last week, it's been a record-breaking pit stop. 19 months since the, the racer's last race. And we're, we're here in Switzerland. Phil is talking it up. The most neutral country. So what better place to start? Uh, I don't know. I definitely thought this was a much better start than, oh, hey, we're leaving from home. But uh, it was not the dramatic epicness that I was hoping for because teams literally just ran to buses. But it was a better start than we had. We had the five teams. Not five. Yeah, the five teams come back that we obviously pre-knew because we watched the end of the last episode, so we knew who was coming back, obviously. Um, <laughs> Cherry and Akbar were there, Raquel and Kayla, Lulu Lala, uh, Ryan Dust, Ryan Dusty. Is that his name? No, Ryan and Dusty. Yes, Dusty, yes. <laughs> they were saying Dustin in this leg, and it <laughs> threw me off. Um, Ryan and Dusty and Kim and Celeste. Ben. Kim and Penn, thank you. <laughs> Good thing you're here. <laughs> <laughs> and we lost four teams in the um, the interim: Connie and Sam, Taylor, Isaiah, Anthony, Spencer, Caro, and Caro, 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 and Ray. Oh, that's a hot take. Well, not really, but you kept mispronouncing Caro's name again, Listen. even though I saw you put in one of the episode descriptions that we did. Like, is Caro hard to pronounce? And then you failed to pronounce it right every single time. So you know what? <laughs> I don't have to worry about that anymore. I'm done. <laughs> um, I didn't, uh, I should, listen, as we know, I don't do any pre, pre-research or pre-planning um, to research, like, why these teams didn't come back. I read that Connie was pregnant, question mark. Mm-hmm. Kristen, do you know? Can yeah, you Con- Connie had a baby in, like, December, so she was, like, super pregnant when they were filming this. Um, I read an article that Anthony and Spencer were on, uh, like a YouTube podcast kind of thing interview with, um, Lulu and Lala. And they said that Anthony had just gotten like the job of his dreams and just couldn't like leave for that amount of time. So it was just bad timing for them. Um, I don't know if there was anything more with Kara and Ray that they broke up. I think Kara is like out of the country. Like I was looking through her Instagram and for the past like year, there was nothing posted in the U.S., so I don't know if she had a hard time, like, getting back or if it was just because they were broken up. And then I'm not sure about Taylor and Isaiah. I heard, like, a rumor that, um, like, they had lost somebody to COVID, like, recently. Um, but I – that's, like, like don't don't quote me on that because I don't know if that's true. Well, well you gave us more information than I had. Jared, <laughs> do you know? I had no idea. All right. That is helpful. <laughs> <laughs> But we were talking at the end of the last episode that was like I saw on Twitter that there was like a rumor that returning people were coming to the race. But like I wasn't sure we were like, oh, are they going to bring back, you know, the eliminated teams? Are they going to bring back new people? Are they going to bring, you know, like what if the Twitties come back? Like we were unsure, but they bring back Michael and Mo and uh, Arun and Natalia are only two eliminated teams so far. Um, Any happiness joy like it was the shock anything any emotions Kristen from seeing them back I mean also it wasn't a rumor they literally showed the seven teams from the back in the preview and you could see that there was like the two blue shirts that one was like three feet taller than the other so um Mm. it was kind of like on the show uh (laughs) some of us don't watch that it's the end of the episode could have been anybody it could have been anybody (laughs) that could have easily been the 20s you don't know yeah um, so I was not a fan of them for, um, reasons I will not say out loud on the podcast, but, um, 
so I didn't care about them coming back, but I also don't have to worry about that anymore. Um, but I did really like Arun and Natalia. I was really sad when they were eliminated. I like almost cried when they were in like that, like gas station when he was like, I did this. I'm sorry. I lost it for you. I'm such a bad dad. Like that, like I, I was very sad about that. So I'm really happy to see them back. I think they're so cute. Jared, any emotions at all? You just stone cold. Any tears? Yeah. No tears, but I think similar feelings. Like Michael and Mo, I could take or leave it, but Arun and Natalia being back, I think, um, is good for the show. Although I do feel like teams, they took on our advice of what they should practice on. I feel like Ryan and Dusty got a personality over the 19 months. So that was, <laughs> I was great. Gonna bring that up. I was going to say some of the teams, like half the teams worked on it and then the other half did not do anything. Um, we do not have. Division one athlete Sherry and Akbar competing this this leg. Hey, um, they did better than I thought they were gonna do. No, so. I was say they're they've improved. Yeah, um, but you were like they better do CrossFit. <laughs> Yay! Like, <laughs> yeah, we so. can get into details on that, but I was very proud of them this episode. All right, we will definitely get into it. Um, okay, but yeah, I was definitely gonna bring up the Ryan and Dusty <laughs> growing a personality. Um, like, right off the bat, like, I mean, I know Ryan's been forward about his, like, imprisonment and everything, like, totally casual about it. But, like, when Phil's like, how have you been? He's like, well, I've been locked up before, so this, you know, nothing new. <laughs> I was going to ask, I was going to ask you which one made you more uncomfortable, that or the comment from uh, whoever it was of Anthony and Spencer saying that this wasn't the worst train they've ever been on. <laughs> I had, like, uh, like, triggered, like, I was, like, triggered by that train <laughs> comment. Like, I was, like... I like had whiplash. I was like taken out of it. <laughs> this I was like, okay. Like it just took me off guard. Like this comment just like was weird. It just like well, felt like people were sharing again, but it was fine. Like he's well, able to be chill about it. So he was also, I, I just learned this. I didn't realize this. I think I actually heard this from uh, Jessica Lee on our app that he actually didn't get his $11 million settlement until October 2020. So it was during the shutdown of the race. So he came back $11 million richer. Maybe that's where he oh. got his personality from. He doesn't care about winning. He can <laughs> no. just laugh and make jokes. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, this is it was a wild start. And then because everyone was sharing their personal stories. I mean, we had the sad story that Lulu and Lala lost uh, their grandmother or something like that. I, I didn't quite catch who it was, but a dear close relative. Um, and then obviously, you know, the families with kids like him and Penn felt very emotional about leaving. You know, I mean, you're so used to being there. But I think a lot of the team shared the sentiment of like, you know, what, I'm just glad to be out of the house. Um, when was this, Kristen, the research expert on the podcast? When did they film? When did they go back? When was their first like? So I'm trying to get a sense of when we locked down and everything to like when they. I'm, I'm glad that you dragged out that question longer than it needed because it gave me time to Google it. Um, <laughs> September 17th to October 6th of 2021. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. My brain did not process. Okay, yeah. That's, yeah, it, okay. like, just happened, like, three months ago. Okay. Yeah, so they're probably pumped to get out of the house and, like, see the world. <laughs> mm-hmm. What was it? Because Phil asked, what was it, Natalia, of, like, oh, your husband's okay with letting you go? And he's like, he's like trying to kick me out of the house, she was saying. <laughs> like, so it was good to see, like, all the teams were in high spirits. I think that, you know, for, like, I think they were just pumped to, to be traveling and, like, seeing the world. Uh, Jared, did you note that 
uh, Raquel and Kayla mentioned their job of being flight attendants again. <laughs> I did know that. I feel like everybody hit their marks on what they were meant to talk about, and I did love their, oh, we lost our jobs and we haven't traveled for a year. I'm like, oh, no, they're going to be so out of touch. They're not going to know where all the <laughs> stations are and airports. Like, big disadvantage for them. Yeah, they, they they had to bring it up one last time, but probably not the last time. We're probably going to hear it next episode when they've been to somewhere else or something. But, yeah, so we get our official, like, did he say the world was waiting? I didn't catch that, but he did his official, like, hand movement thing, like, to have them go. It wasn't as exciting because they already had their bags and they knew where they were, they had to, like, find the buses. But that that was, we'll, we'll deal with that binder scrape. Uh, but, yeah, they had to run to this bus, which made no sense. Like, there was no understand this was no clear audience translation because they had to run to three separate buses that had different numbers like of teams that were allowed on it but like we didn't know when they left they all left the same time like they made it seem like you've got to get the good bus but they all seem to like just be one after another so like that didn't really work but I guess they're not trying to start the race that you know spread apart they're trying to keep pretty consistent in terms of you know keeping the teams close so they can monitor things I guess and then they get up to, like, they have to go up to this mountain, and they have to get up on top of the gondola. Um, it was such a, a weird thing for me to see the teams, like, masked up in the gondola. Like, that's just, like, an adjustment of the race now. Like, they had to, like, be aware of, like, public places and stuff like that. Even though this was the only time they really only wear masks this one moment. Uh, but they have to climb up and they get the clue that it's a roadblock where they have to essentially like free hike this, this mountain area to like see like, like they, they have to clue box and they have to, they get to see these like different countries from this like viewpoint or something like that. Uh, Phil was selling it and it's like a really cool concept. But then like when you like are there, like you have no sense of what countries you're looking at or where they are. Like, I was just like, sure, it's a cool idea, but, like, it doesn't translate well when it's literally, they all look the same. Also, I feel it with how the sky was. You, like, couldn't see anything when they were up there. Like, I mean, Sherry, it, was all, like, it was, like, all clouds and stuff. Like, Sherry, when she got there, she's like, I can't see anything. How am I supposed to see the countries? Yeah, Akbar was like, I literally lost her. Like, he couldn't see her anymore. Like, that is scary. Yeah, I was, like, paranoid that, like, they were going to have, sometimes they cancel challenges if, like, they have to, like, skydive or something. And it's like, oh, their wind's too strong. We can't do it. Mm-hmm. I was like, what are they going to do if she can't climb a mountain in the, like, pitch, like, whiteness of the situation? What are they going to airlift <laughs> her out? Well, it's not black, you know? <laughs> <laughs> what if I, said, if I said pitch blackness? You'd, you'd be like, uh, what? <laughs> Just keep going. <laughs> I think you're <laughs> You've racked on me enough. <laughs> I can't do, I can't deal with it anymore. <laughs> anyway, they they had to do this this challenge. Um and the only like notable thing about choosing to do the challenge was that Sherry volunteered to do it like um which it seemed like she was like doing it as like out of like guilt or something. It seems so weird the way she chose to do it, like in the in the wording that she chose, like she's like, "Oh, it's me. I got to do it." Um but but my impression was that she was just trying to, like, step up to the plate and, like, conquer the sphere or, or to just, like, prove herself or something after these long months. I thought it was questionable, but I was, like, super supportive. I was, like, hoping that she did really well or hoping that she, like, let her fear didn't let her fear take over or she had to airlift or medevac out or something. Like, I was just really hopeful. Uh, Kristen, what were your kind of thoughts on, on this challenge? 
Well, they were saying something, Sheridan Akbar, about how, like, he was, like, too big. And I was really confused because has has there not been, like, I have some vague memory of some challenge at some point on some show. It may, have, may or may not have been this show that, like, somebody was actually, like, too big to do a challenge. Like, they were in, like, a harness or something. And so I literally thought he, like, wasn't allowed to do the challenge. But then I realized that wasn't real and... She just, like, yeah, like, what you said is she almost, like, felt guilty or something and just, like, wanted to do it. Um, my favorite part was watching, like, the the difference between, like, Ryan and Sherry. Because Ryan was, like, sprinting across the rocks. And, like, his poor guy who was attached to him had to, like, sprint with him. And it was really funny. And then, like, the guy who was walking with Sherry was just, like, I don't know. He was just, like, taking, like, half steps the whole time. It was it was kind of amusing. But I also felt bad. And then, like, when they all started coming back and they were passing her. Like, I love when Penn was, like, take your time. It's okay. I'm, like, yeah, you're just telling her go slow and get the hell out of my way. <laughs> Well, they were all, at least they were, be, they were being very supportive. Like a lot of the teams, like I think Arun said, like, you can do it. Like, I believe in you. You're doing great. Like, I thought that was just really sweet that they were like encouraging her. But that, you know like, that they were happy that she was that far. Behind. Oh, yeah, no, no. Like, listen, you can like encourage her all you mm-hmm. want and still be happy that she's well behind you. Yeah. Like, it's a win win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, like. Some of the 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 comment in this moment, which I feel like Jared's definitely going to want to talk about this, but like when Ryan, or Dusty was saying, uh, what really is carrying Ryan now is the calves that man has. <laughs> they look like a couple of bowling balls stuck in onion sacks. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? And they gave it weird music, too. Like, it was very serious. And then they, like, cut it halfway through. And it's like, dun 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 like, wonky music. It was the weirdest out-of-nowhere comment. I think that maybe took me out more than Ryan t- talking about, you know, I'm used to locked up, being locked up, like, this is out of nowhere. I have no idea what it means, but I'm glad he said it. <laughs> All yeah. the advice from their uh, personality coach. This and the, like, they're, like, cooing or yodeling or whatever, like, at the top of the mountain was just, I'm like, who is this person and where have they been for, like, the previous three legs? Yeah, they They were... On fire, um, in the personality department. I don't know. They, maybe they have identical twins and they switched out or something, but, but yeah, they were, they were really bringing the, the interest. This, like, Jared, any thoughts on the new and improved Dustin team and, and, and the roadblock? Well, I mean, they're amazing now. They may be my favorite team at this point, just out of nowhere, like a complete turnaround. But the roadblock itself, it was weird. It, I agree. Like, all the Sherry and Akbar stuff, I was so confused because they had this, like, lead-up where they were talking about heights and how they were both afraid of heights, and if it was skydiving or something, she'd have to do it because he couldn't do it. So then when she did the roadblock, I thought, okay, she's less afraid of heights. That's the reason. But then, yeah, when it came to this weird, um, he's too heavy is why we didn't think he could do it. I'm like, well, it would say on the clue if there was a restriction <laughs> like that. Um but it was odd. I was just surprised in this that, how, like, how did Penn not roll his ankle the way that he was just, like, I swear <laughs> I thought he was going to fall off the cliff, just, like, running past everybody. Um, but this was one of those frustrating ones where, because the gondola took so long in between, that, like, mm-hmm. it only separated the one team. It was annoying on the way up as well. Like we mentioned before, with the buses, there was no difference. But then the fact that they were so, obviously took so long to leave that it just was kind of pointless apart from putting sherry like even further behind everybody else 
Yeah, the whole like understanding about the Sherry and Akbar was so weird. Like you were talking about the weight thing, and then he's like, "Oh, I should have done this. I should have done this." Like during the thing, and and like throughout this, they were talking about like in confessionals and to each other, like, "Oh, we've got to work on our communication. I got to like take it chill." And then like I couldn't tell if he was just like frustrated about the race or he was like mad at her. Like I just didn't understand like how any one of them was feeling. Like. I was like, when she got up there, I was like, oh, God, like, he either is going to, like, explode on her or, like, be like, oh, my God, you did that. Way to go. And, like, it was nothing. He he just had no reaction. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we got to go. It it was just weird to understand how they were dealing with the situation, especially maybe they were just dejected. They were last. I don't know. It just it was confusing all around. Yeah. I also want to add to what Jared was saying about how, like, the gondola taking so long, like ruined it that like you know no teams were ahead besides them I think from a storytelling perspective like they got so lucky that Sherry and Akbar were so far behind because that made like some intrigue of like having them be like in dead last like every other team was ahead of them and then for them to like come out not in last place like that is the only part of this that like there was any kind of like interest or intrigue around I feel like is that like if I feel like we we should have gotten a lot more if they got on separate gondolas. Like, although it wouldn't have been exciting if Ryan and Dusty were just out in front because that's all they ever do is be out in front. But still, if there was, like, separation between all of the teams, like, I I would have preferred that, I think. Yeah, it's it's a weird thing that they like. Because what if Akbar, like, just let's switch it up. Akbar does it, and he does decently well, like, better than Cherry, we'll say. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, what would they do if they all got the gondola? Like, there's exactly. no advantage. Like, that whole challenge was, like, null and void of the situation. Exactly. Like, so, I mean, obviously, this the whole storytelling of that was, like you said, so exciting. Like, mm-hmm. this team who's, like, in dead last the whole race is most out of place on the race. Like, they're, like, the least prepared, it seems like. And they're, like, not coming in last. Like, that's exciting. That's, like, the underdog story you want. Mm-hmm. But if they caught the gondola, the story is boring. <laughs> exactly. Like, it's gone. Huh. So after that, they go down the gondola. They go in two gondolas this time. They went up in one, down in two. <laughs> <laughs> and they have to go to this small village or whatever, just random location. They, they try to sell these locations sometimes, like, go to this place. Here it was, like, tiny village and outside this, like, local bar or something like that. It was... A little bit of a letdown, but I get that they can't just like be like, here's the center of the town or something like that. If they're trying to keep it more contained, but they have to go to the small village to pick up the clue. And then they get the detour, which is the uh, punch it or toss it. The punch it is like they have to make a belt with little like emblems on it. And then the toss it is a like flag routine where they have to kind of both be doing the same routine without majorly messing up. I thought they had to do it in sync, but they don't have to do it in sync. Uh, and it seems like no sense of the detour was clear because when Ryan and Dusty got there, they were like, oh, it's flags. They mm-hmm. thought it was like basketball. Like <laughs> someone, someone was like, oh, it's basketball, basketball. And they're like, flags. Like, it just seemed like no one understood what the challenge was. Yeah, I was confused with that, too. Like, I know that there is like the original clue that you get and then there's like after you make your choice you get like a more detailed description of what you're doing but I'm still confused at like how they so badly botched like what they chose like I was I was shocked that they still got out of there first because I was like wow they made a mistake here because they like couldn't even like lift their leg high enough to get the flag under it but 
they're definitely not a read the clue kind of team though. <laughs> so like I get like them being like what, but it just seemed like all the teams were like a little unsure of what was going on. Um, but I thought, I mean, I thought it was interesting. Like it definitely is cool to see the like all male, like, Oh, a super strong all male team, like do the like less conventional challenge for them. Like this felt like the challenge they would not choose normally. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of cool for me to see that, like, because usually the men are like, oh, we got to do the strong challenge. You got to do the hammering and the, I don't know. It was just cool to see them get step into this role. Yes, but I also wish they struggled just a little bit more. Fair enough. I'm, I'm like, I'm like so sick of them. Like, I, I like them, but I'm so sick of them. Just like, I, I, at this point, I'm like, are they just going to run the table? They're just going to come in first every single leg. Like, I mean, at least they have personality now because. I would have been miserable watching these like two men just, you know, beat everybody in everything, but at least they're like fun now. So I don't, I don't not like them. Jaren is the number one, uh, Ryan and Dusty fans in the world. <laughs> Do you appreciate them in the roadblock or detour? I did. I think this was I'm definitely the more interesting of the two. And I just love how everybody really just struggled on like the one bit of like just putting the flag between, between the legs. Like and nobody had any like flexibility here. It was terrible, but it was great. Um, and I feel like in this one too, like in these challenges, sometimes they're a bit off because the, the judging is like, I don't know, too easy or, or too strict or there's no like happy medium or they just give it to people eventually. But I feel like this one, like it was fairly, the judging was fairly on point, I felt, with this one. Well, it was such a unique situation, I felt like, because you were in, like, the little, like, gymnasium. There were, like, two teams per. And it was such a weird thing where, like, it seemed like they were all working together almost. Like, like Kim and Penn were, like, narrating the whole thing, which was, like, helping Ryan and Dusty. And then, like, Lulu and Lala at the same time were also, like, coaching the girls or like keep your balance or whatever they were saying they were like kind of like coaching the other teams so it's this weird like almost like an intersection it felt like almost like an intersection when they were like competing in the same challenge which i it was it was a weird situation uh but there was some struggle as well kim uh, yeah kim kim was struggling she had some arm issues <laughs> wasn't quite sure what was happening but her arm was sore i guess and so they had to delay a little bit so that Ryan and Dusty end up getting the lead. Uh, Lulu and Lala and uh, Raquel and Kayla were bonding, trying to get an all-female team to win, um, which in looking it up was many year- seasons ago, many years ago. Um, it feels like it was more sooner, but it was definitely not. It was like 2014, I think it was like 20-something, like 24 or something like that that we had the all-female team win. So it's been a long drought, even longer than Survivor. Um and then on the other side of the detour was the eliminated teams choosing to do that one. Um, and again, we talked about teams improving on what they did last time. Um, <laughs> our favorites, Michael and Mo, did not learn a thing. <laughs> and they did the about exact, attention to detail. They did the exact same thing that they did in the first uh, detour in the first episode, where they just start hammering things on, and they're like, "Oh, maybe we should put it in the right order" or something like that. And they're just like going and they're like, oh, wait, so wait, does it go one way or the other way? And it was just like they did not work on anything. Um, there was like a, one. 
there was like one point where they literally said something like, oh, the other team's finishing. Like, it doesn't matter if we're doing it right. Like, we just need to finish faster. Like, I don't, that's not exactly what they said, but that was like the gist I got from it where I'm like, they, they do not care. Like, they have no idea what they're doing. They don't care. They are so confident in being wrong. Like, every time. Yeah, just everything they do, I don't understand. <laughs> Especially, yeah, Arun and Natalia were finishing and like, well, if, they're right, we're wrong. And then they proceeded to continue hammering stuff in when, when Arun and Natalia got it right and still went up for a check. <laughs> and obviously they were wrong. They did it the opposite way. And the whole time them being like, oh, I think it's this way. I'm like, who reads, like, why are you doing it right to left? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, when they asked that question about, like, which way does it start on the belt, like, in my head, I'm like, I mean, a, a belt starts from, like, where the buckle is and it ends at, mm. like, the little tail thing, right? Like, I was yeah. so confused how that would be like, like how you could read that any other way. Like that's the beginning of it. And then like, I don't know. I'm, I'm so happy they're gone. <laughs> At first I was like, when they said like, oh, we're doing it the other way from this like thing at the end. I was like, what, why are they doing that? Cause I'm like, like you said, I'm like, it obviously starts like at that point at the buckle, uh-huh. but then they kept explaining it like, oh, the emblem's like a part of the story. And I was like, oh my God, what's, <laughs> I'm getting like sucked into their story. Like, I was like, what's the right hit? Now I'm like falling into the edit. I'm like, oh, maybe Arun and Natalia are wrong. Like, and I just got like so sucked in, but you know, they're idiots. <laughs> and I'm dumb for letting them talk me into. Um, and also the, the shorter guy, I don't know the difference between the two of them, but we don't really need to worry about that. Um, the shorter <laughs> one of the two, he like was coaching him on how to do it. He was just like, you gotta do that. You gotta do this. And he was just standing there. Like, I guess that it's like, <laughs> a small micro task, but it was yeah. just like, what is he actually contributing? <laughs> He's the yeah. one who probably said to do it the wrong way. Yeah. I'm done with them. And they got lost as well getting there. And this was a, in a small town, a small town. And it was just like everybody who was asking people for directions. They're like 500 meters down the road. Like, how do you get lost in this situation? <laughs> just drive through the town and you'll get to it. Well, the thing that was, they were like going to the detour and they're like, oh no, we're going the wrong way. So they go all the way back to where the clue was in the first place. And then they, all they do is they turn around again. Like they effectively <laughs> went the same way three times or something like that to no, for no effect. Like, and then the other teams are like trying to get help from that. Like they're trying to ask teams for their help, but like they're like not listening. And it's just like, oh, these guys. It's never been more poetic that they, they're eliminated first twice, so, because they deserve it. Yeah, first, twice, first, wait, first out twice in the same season. Like, I don't know how anybody else could even do that, but, like, that is a record, and that is, should be impossible to do, but I am amazed that they could do it. They, like, surpassed Francesca as, like, the yeah. ultimate first boot. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, they're, they're dumb. I'm glad, I mean, no love lost that they're gone, but. Um, meanwhile, all this is happening. Sherry and Akbar finally arrive at the detour. Um, and it, and like, as some of the teams were leaving and some of them were like coaching them, like, you can get through it, like, you can do it. Um, but meanwhile, in typical Akbar and Sherry fashion, they're like getting into it a little bit. He's like, you gotta stop dropping it. She's like, well, I don't know how I'm dropping it. And then she's like, shut up. And he said, you're not gonna say, I thought you weren't gonna say that. Well, you deserve it. <laughs> I was like reading an article that was like, oh, they're getting back in their old habits. But I was like, that felt different than the like episode one of the you're disappointing the children. How could you like 
it was definitely like a lot different. Um, it was it was also like the way he had said that original comment. It wasn't like you just said you're disappointing children. The way he said it was like, you know, the people you're running for, you're disappointing them. <laughs> it was just it was so cruel that like I think that they're fine. Like they are not doing what they were doing. Like I'm not I'm not worried about them. Yeah, like, like their relationship wise. This was like more playful to shut up. Like, yeah, that's what you say when you're like married for like 10 plus years. Like, yeah, you don't like be like, oh, like you don't give cute nicknames and be like, oh, come <laughs> on. Like, no, you're like, shut up, you jerk. Yeah. Let me do this challenge. Um, but I thought it was good. And I said last episode, I'm like, when it comes to like the performing challenges, they just show up and they do it. I'm like, mm-hmm. last time they did that Donald Richard Truesers challenge on the first try. Mm hmm same thing here like they struggled a little bit but they got it right away like they're the performance beasts yeah I want to say that um I you know with the editing you can't always tell how far behind somebody is I had already said I don't think they're going to see another team for the rest of the race like I thought they were done I didn't think they're ever going to run into anybody and then like as they were headed into that and somebody was headed out I was like oh shit like they are actually still in this and that was, like, my big moment of excitement here when, like, because it, it should have just been they were the last team and it was just an obvious run. But once they showed them running past somebody, that was, like, when you knew that this was still, like, a like a potential that they could not come in last. Yeah, like, other you feel like, where's the story going with this of, like, oh, it's just an obvious elimination. We just got to get through this episode. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like you said, they run into another team and it's, like, they get the energy to just keep going and, and mm-hmm. be through it, like which makes it more exciting. Like that's the drama of the race. And so like, that's super exciting to see. Uh, Jared, any comments detour related, Cherry Akbar related before we get to the final? Uh, not really. I just really love them. They're great. I think you, you're exactly right. It's so different to the first episode. Um, I loved his comment earlier on the episode, how he's going to like reinvigorate the oomph that she had when she was a <laughs> division one athlete. And I'm like, okay, once again, they haven't done any training over the break. <laughs> That's what it takes to be a professional athlete. It's all about passion, nothing to do with skill or physicality. If you believe in yourself, you can do it. (laughs) No, I mean, they did all that CrossFit. Come on, it was not for nothing. (laughs) I also wanted to mention, I don't know if you read about this, but um, the two teams that had already been eliminated had to to do like a, uh, what is it called, speed bump kind of thing. Did anybody hear about this? Yeah, Colin told me. The, and the I, cabbage I, thing? Yeah. I was going to say that photo that was released that they just didn't <laughs> air. Yeah, so, like, one of them was in, like, a big cabbage-looking thing, and one of them was running, and I don't know exactly what, they're happen- what was happening, but just, like, as a note that both Aruna and Natalia and Michael know had to do an extra challenge, it's worth noting. I'm sure they didn't show it because you probably didn't, like, change anything. Those are usually the things they cut out are the things that – like don't really change the positioning, but still worth noting that they had to do something extra and who knows if that contributed to anything. I mean, it definitely makes a little more sense as because both of them, both those last two teams, the speed bump teams got lost at some mm-hmm. point. So like it does contribute to like why Sherry and Akbar made up a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Like, because when they like get to the like pit stop area, like even though like we know like, that they have like even we didn't know but like they have this other challenge like it's like whoa where did they come from they were so behind mm-hmm. like it comes as a shock uh so like obviously they were probably getting lost in between the speed up and everything so it makes a lot of sense uh, it's weird that they released this photo yeah like 
that's like public on CBS that like doesn't even matter in the episode. I mean, their like team doesn't seem to be on the same page about anything because like, you know, they didn't post like anything on their website until after the first couple episodes. And then they finally did update the website with the new teams, but all they have are like location and age. So there's no bios or anything. So they're, they're kind of a mess over there at the CBS social media and CBS like, you know, promotional team. Yeah, they're, they're working hard on other shows. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They've got other priorities. Uh, not like they had 19 plus months to work on this. <laughs> but. Anyway, teams slowly check into the pit stop. Um, no shock order, like no big change other than Akbar and Sherry checking in at fifth, but like major, no major changes there. Um, it wasn't until Akbar and Sherry checked in that I, it like hit me that like when they were on the bus, um, it was the eliminated teams were on the same bus. And Mike mm-hmm. and Mo was like, we are not going to be the eliminated team this episode. And I was like, <laughs> thinking back on that moment, I was like, they jinxed themselves as they ended up being the last two teams to check in. Yeah, I loved the way that Phil talked to them. Like, you know, he always, like, he'll often do some kind of little, like, you know, chatting to them before he checked them in. But when he said something about, like, you know, it's 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 really bad. It's really hard to be the last team. It is going to suck. You know, it's going to be suck for, suck for the person who does come in last. And I love that moment for them because... Like they, ha- I don't think that they, like they, they had no chance to see the two teams who were actually behind them. So they knew they were like in last on the side that they were on, but they didn't know if there was anybody ahead of them or behind them on the other half of the task. So I don't think that they knew either way whether they were in last or not. Yeah, that was such a, a great reveal because he set it in like to like, oh, Sherry, you conquered your fear and everything and she's like yeah i'm so proud of that it's like well whoever's eliminated like it was just so good it was different too it wasn't the you are not the last like it it wasn't a cliche it was yeah it was like a well-prepared speech you probably you know i think phil gets like you know an ear an earpiece and like gets to hear like little details because you know he has to know what to talk to them about at the mat and i think he heard like you know they left so late and still weren't in last and that they definitely because i'm sure that sherry and akbar like the entire time we're talking about how you know, they were in last. Like, I bet that they thought they were in last the entire time. So I thought that was really fun. It was really sweet. I'm so happy they're still in it. Yeah. How how far they've changed from everyone's like, oh, I hate these two. Like, <laughs> like Akbar, so rude. Like, I can't believe he would say that awful thing to her. And then, like, now they're like, oh, you're, like, almost – are they favorites? Or – um, I don't really have – I don't really have a favorite team yet. Um, But I do really, really like them. And I – I mean, I do like Arun and Natalia, too. But I was definitely rooting for them to come in, like – Sooner than they, like uh sooner than sooner than last is all I really cared about, but um I just I really loved them this episode. Like I thought it was a really cool like you know growth and that she like conquered those fears and like I was a little bit teary there too when they checked in at that mat and they like they weren't even second to last like they they were a full slot ahead of that so it was it was really impressive what they were able to pull off. Jared, were you shedding tears when they checked in? <laughs> I wasn't shedding tears, but I was similarly proud of them like this is their <laughs> best finish their best finish of the race oh that's so sad they're <laughs> moving up hey i mean think about it this way they outlasted strong teams like anthony and Spencer <laughs> and connie and sam and carol and Rick. they beat these strong teams to mm-hmm. still be in the race they fight against the odds i mean they're our biggest underdogs so we gotta root mm-hmm. for them now yeah but all right so we gotta talk about predictions Oh God! Four um, of my top four teams, three of them didn't come back. <laughs> I think 
I'm similarly the same. So Colin messaged me and talked about, like, instead of essentially scrapping those four teams from our predictions, mm-hmm. essentially pretending that the race started with only these seven teams, just like as we're restarting our predictions, essentially. Um, and he had the great joke, and I'm going to just take, tell it right now. We're going to drop the four, keep the seven. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to drop the four teams that didn't come back and just going to keep the seven teams and pretend like we started our predictions at seven to one and just eliminating the teams that we that didn't come back. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. And I thought that was a good, a good way of compromising um, because you potentially knew that Carol and Ray weren't coming back or something like that. I did. I did. They were the only ones, though, and I – I guess I can bring this up now. So I was only aware of two teams not coming back. Like I heard from everyone that two teams didn't come back and I didn't know who the second team was until after I did my predictions. But like, it, it seemed like nobody did and nobody knew about the four teams. Like Jessica Lee knows everything about the show and she didn't know that four teams didn't come back. So this was like a surprise to everybody. I mean, it's kind of crazy to think that like no buzz about four teams. Like that's like a crazy number. It's not like, Oh, like one or two teams. Like that's a lot of teams. So it's crazy that no one yeah, really had I, a sense of I it. I think I think the confusion came in because it was like there were nine teams left and seven came back, and that was probably what they kept hearing. So you assume that that means that two teams dropped out, but when, in reality, it was four teams dropped out, and then they also brought back the two eliminated ones. You know, like it was it was more difficult math than it just seemed from you know nine and seven. Yeah, I was trying to figure out. I was like, uh, how many? Do we lose, like, my math of trying to figure out, okay, who was, what's the, like, plus and minus of who we lost and who we gained? Because mm-hmm. I was like, we lo- eliminated two, but then we lost four, and then two came back. It, mm-hmm. it, I can see how it's confusing, because I couldn't even figure out how many we were behind. And then I was like, wait, we just lost the four teams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just dumb. That, but, okay. Removing the... Uh, all the people who didn't come back means that in my real predictions, Michael and Mo are third place. <laughs> it's, I actually put them in sixth, but because I have three people who didn't come back in my top five, uh, not not looking good here. Well, I mean, also not looking good for your AI. You know, they predicted Mike and Mo at eleventh. They're they were right on. Although yeah, now they're, they're still right because I guess they're still they are still right. Yeah, they're still right. <laughs> The problem is they have Arun and Natalia winning, cutting out the top two, so I don't think that's happening. Oh, Colin. Oh, no, Colin. Colin just lost his top two. Yeah. I did, too. I did, and my AI did. Colin lost, uh, Jared lost his top two. Yeah, we all did. Jared also lost five and six. (laughs) I'm going to keep our other ones going, too, because on the Amazing Race, like, wiki, Mm -hmm. they ranked those four teams. I know, I saw that. It was like because of the order they came in. I was, I in was the last potentially. No, too. so there was a note in the in the Wikipedia saying that like it was the, the place that they came in before. So I guess it was leg what three, like right before the shutdown. The order that those four teams came in in that leg is how they ordered them in like nine through twelve or nine through uh, eight through eleven or whatever it is. So I'll keep which that also lo- doesn't, which also doesn't matter, you know. None of that matters, I don't think. Well, and that's also not fair, you know. Like that doesn't mean anything. Like the ranking of those four teams that left. Yeah, I thought it was. I mean, it makes more sense for me to think like average placement. Like if you're mm-hmm. gonna do it at all. Yeah. Like big but deal to- though when they do their first boot season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It matters for the all stars when they come back. 
they're not bringing these teams back just because of this, right? I hope not. Well, because I mean, I was thinking about this because they shut down that Canada Big Brother Canada season, and they're like, oh, mm-hmm. "Too bad for you guys." Like, they clearly don't care about, um, like, giving them like a second shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, only people worth bringing back are Kara and Ray, anyway. I could see them bringing back Spencer and Anthony mm-hmm. if they did like a second chances thing because they were they were pretty good. Like, they were boring as hell, but they were pretty good at the race. We were robbed of their personality revival, Jared. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I think they contri- I think they contributed to Ryan and Dusty having a personality revival because now they weren't like those teams just like hanging out together. Yeah, I thought they were really Helping boring together. Yeah, I agree. I hated watching that. I'm like, oh, cool. The four big guys are out in front the entire goddamn time. Cool. What did you say last episode, Rossi? Just it's too too much white bread. The white bread teams. Just... Yeah, there was the white bread and the whole grain. So oh, but one's a little more interesting than the other. I forget who I said was the more interesting one of the two. I think maybe Anthony and Spencer got it because they said that weird comment about the drain. <laughs> okay. All right. I have our updated top seven predictions now. Okay. So I said Michael and Mo with the new predictions would come in fourth. So I was three placements off. Colin said, um, oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> Fuck this up. Oh. <laughs> I eliminated Mike and Mo from his list. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mike and Mo between Raquel and Kayla and Akbar and Sherry. Oh, wait, what? The Wonder Woman and Dust? Oh, my. Between Ryan and Dusty and Akbar and Cherry. Okay. So take out Carol and Ray. Live updating. Okay. So one, two, three, four. Okay. Colin also said them in fourth place. Jared, you have them in fourth place. Kristen, you have them in third place. Hell yeah. And Random AI has them in seventh place. Also, hell yeah. Random AI <laughs> is just too good. <laughs> so this is. The uh, first I'll restart first point for the AI. <laughs> um, I, it's gotten the first point both times now. Yes, because they Michael Mosak. <laughs> um, the right. world knew, the universe yeah. knew. <laughs> it was in the is in the code that they had to cover. <laughs> but our, let's look at our sixth place predictions. So I have Raquel and Kayla going sixth. Colin has Kim and Penn going sixth. Jared, you also have Kim and Penn going sixth. Kristen, you have Akbar and Sherry going sixth, which unwanted but could happen. Mm-hmm. And your AI has Raquel and Kayla going sixth. Yeah, unlikely. So it looks like you are the most in line for getting sixth place point, but we'll see what happens. Anything um, can happen. Yeah, Michael Milk could come back a third leg. <laughs> <laughs> Go out first again. Yeah. Was anyone like partially predicting uh, non-elim, or was that just me? No, I thought it was going to be non-elimination. I also was on the uh, Facebook page because I hate myself <laughs> and <laughs> I hate myself. Um, and like every single person was like, "How dare you bring all these people back? Make them leave their jobs and then not have a non-elimination?" But they all, you know, like like Michael and Mo for some reason. I won't explain why, but. Um, yeah, so they were also all mad about it. Um, I definitely was expecting it, but I'm not mad about it. 
I mean, given the outcome, I'm not mad. If it was Akbar and Shari, I'd be kind of mad. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, not elimination, show is rigged. Um, yeah, I do think they're going to do a few, though, like keep racing legs just to drag this out a little bit. Yeah, I mean, we lost, you know, two teams in terms of, like, where we should probably be right now. So mm-hmm. they, have, they, they can afford it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was an interesting leg. Um, where are we going next, Kristen? Did they say? Do we know? Mm, I thought you were on the Wikipedia page. I feel like they're still in Switzerland. I can look it up now. Targ, 33. I was just looking at this, like... Um, it says Switzerland. Okay. Oh, yeah, because they showed Sherry uh, volunteering to do something that was involving heights again. <laughs> well, Akbar's too big for those, you know. <laughs> Maybe this one he actually isn't allowed to compete in. Who knows? Well... Stranger things that happen on the race. We'll see what happens. Um, uh, but yeah, this was a fun episode. More fun to talk about than it was necessarily to watch, but mm-hmm. I had fun chatting about it with you guys. Uh, Kristen, thank you for coming back, restarting with us. Thank you. And Jared, you know, you've been here all the, almost all the time. You Almost, yeah. It's that lovely preview episode, uh, which probably contributed to the fact that I initially thought that uh, Michael and Mo were a married couple. <laughs> Um, which made them more interesting than they were because they're like, there's a gay married couple in this season. And then like Michael and Mo, we're partners. I'm like, okay, they're married. Oh, wait. <laughs> At least fun. Okay. Well, the biggest problem with that was that they didn't say Taylor and Isaiah were married until like 45 minutes into the two hour premiere. Like they net, they like, it took so long for them to even. And they it. undercredit them because they're like sub line <laughs> is internet sensation. <laughs> I know. It's like, all right, way to like hide them away. <laughs> it's like you wouldn't even officially know because when they talk about the wedding video, it's like, oh, we were in the viral wedding video. Mm-hmm. They didn't mention it was their wedding video, like you know, like yeah, like they undersell so it's team. But anyway, they're eleventh place, so what do we care? Aww, I liked them. They no, were actually just, the team. I was most sad about them. I really liked them. Obviously, no love lost for Sam not coming back. No. <laughs> but anyway, we're we're done with this episode. Um, so everyone should keep watching the Amazing Race and see what happens next week when Sherry conquers more heights. Um, and Ryan and Dusty develop their personalities. And <laughs> we'll be back here to commentate about it. Maybe Colin will join us. Probably not, but we'll see. Uh, yeah, that's it. Goodbye. Thanks for downloading this episode from the Oz Network. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to the podcast via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or by copying our RSS feed into your preferred podcast provider. And while you're there, please drop us a rating and leave us some feedback. You can also be sure to stay up to date with all the latest episodes and happenings from the show, as well as find out how you can get involved in upcoming episodes by following our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as getting everything you need under one roof at theoznetwork.net. Thanks once again for listening, and we'll speak to you next time.